You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at soundtalentmedia.com. Welcome, Welcome to the Smoking Word. Welcome to the Smoking Word. What's up, what's up, everybody? The Smoking Word is brought to you by CasaTheRock.com. You already know you want to support the show, go cop some merch. And, and if you're from Europe or anywhere outside America, CasaTheRock.eu is where you go. Um, support the show. We got mad stuff, snapbacks, caps, and all that. And um, shout out to my Patreon family, like always, holding me down. We have a lot of stuff we've been working on. So, um stay tuned you've seen some videos getting dropped on smoking word tv and we got a lot more and patreon knows what's up i'm already dropping a lot of exclusive videos just for you guys again thank you for holding me down and supporting the movement even when you think we're not moving we're moving i got some big things some really cool stuff planned so if you want to support us patreon.com slash the smoking word listen there's a couple of tiers from two dollars up exclusive footage and all that good stuff Always a big shout out to my Patreon family. They give me that wiggle room to do all this extra stuff. So um, shout out to um, Hendog R18, Jason C, Tom Martin, Amy Norman, and my brother Jay Fury of the one and only New Jersey's finest, Fury of Five. And um, as a matter of fact, shout out to Fury of Five. And um, I just saw that um, they have a show coming up in New Jersey that it's sold out. So um. Shout out to everybody who gets to see Fury of Five. I think it's their first show back in a minute. I also want to shout out everybody who came out to these shows these last couple, uh, this last week. Um, everybody who's been catching the last couple of Madball shows might have noticed. Um, your boy wasn't there. I've been, everything is good. I just been taking care of some stuff in the home front. But, um, so I kind of had to pick my battles a little bit. But um, it was good to see everybody. I was extra excited to see obviously my band members but also to see you know all of h2o and my family and powerhouse has been a minute i actually been looking real forward to seeing powerhouse and toby and every all the fellas you know in one room together and um but we had a blast especially listen shout out to everybody who came out to the jersey show sold out show again i don't know you know it was our first time doing this hazy street shit um it was a little rough for me but um we had a blast. We had fun. Everybody, and listen again. If you if you want to see exclusive rehearsal footage, we're gonna have a mad, mad footage up on Patreon right now, and it's getting dropped as we go. But um, I took a lot of footage. It was good to see um, Mackie and everybody. I haven't seen every some of these people in years. It's crazy to say that, but um, the show was dope. And shout out to everybody who came out to Rhode Island. You know, to make it happen in Rhode Island. In Rhode Island, we actually. We played the better show, I think. You know, both shows were dope, but um, you know, we had one rehearsal, and I think we did I right for having one rehearsal. So shout out to all my band members, Hazen Street. Shout out to all the H2O. Shout out to my Madball family. You know the deal. Shout out to everybody who came out to these shows and supported. Shout out to everybody who copped that merch at the merch table. Listen, it feels good to be back. Keep a lookout this week. Black and Blue Bowl, make sure you go support that. And if you haven't heard, this is Hardcore. Merked it with the bill. The Smoking Word Podcast will be in the building that weekend. So everybody come through, say what's up. 
I'll be backstage going crazy. So shout out to Joe Hardcore, everybody. This is Hardcore. Shout out to Black and Blue Productions for the Black and Blue Bowl. Listen, Hardcore's back. This week, I figured, who else to get then? This week, I figured, let's get that little weekend recap with my boy and one of Cali's finest, Walter Ryan. Let's set this shit off. Yeah, you hear me? Yeah, bro. What's Look up? That. Look at that. Forget what everybody says about you, you see? Yep. Oh, you're smart. I'm old. Nah, look at <laughs> Yeah, let me tell you, I've been on a roll. The last couple guys got it right away. Let me tell you, it ain't an easy thing to just jump on and have sound and visuals. I know, it's crazy. It's crazy. First of all, I was going to say you look extra handsome for some reason. I don't oh, know what I, it could be. <laughs> I wonder what it could be. <laughs> And I've been the eyes, the shaved, the, the well-groomed attire, but the hat definitely fits good on that head. Oh, yeah, I, I, I scored this. I beat up a little girl for this at our yeah, show. Yeah, listen, listen. No, but um, first of all, today we went a little gorilla. For everybody out there hearing if the audio's a little different, my, my, my compressor for my microphone's blue, but... You know us, we gorillas, we said we ain't, I didn't want to let the opportunity pass of recapping the weekend while it was still fresh. And I was like, you know what? I already had everybody over there. So I was like, it's time to get, now let's get to, to the drummers. Let's get these drummer guys now. Hey. No, but um, I wanted to get a recap. And also I remember I was like, I literally, you know, I had powerhouse. I had a bunch of guys on and I was like, you know what they brought your Walter. I was like, oh shit, let me grab Walter. Be good to fucking get him on also and fucking touch base about the weekend that literally just happened. Yeah, it was awesome. So it was like, um, first of all, did you play any shows since this show? You've played some shows already, right? And and, 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 and back home, right? Yeah, our first two shows were like three months ago or something. Yeah, those were those the ones you did at the at, at um Parkside. Yeah, at Parkside and all that, right? Yeah. Saw that. Those were dope. Those were really good. And it was it was so fun. And uh energy was there. It was there was all positivity, no negativity whatsoever, no fights, no beef, no nothing. Uh everybody had smart happy faces on, you know. There was a lot of youngsters there that people that didn't even, you know, because they were there for the other bands. And uh those other bands were just ripping too, by the way. Yeah, um, yeah, no, there was a lot. I think Scowl played with you guys, right? Yeah, Scowl and Gulch, they were. Gulch, yeah, those. I want to get Gulch. That's next. I yeah, get the you know the, the the crew from Gulch on because I like this new wave. With the, yeah. the I like the energy they're coming with. I like sonically what they're coming with, and they're coming with the right attitude. Like um, not even just the right attitude, but that the right energy. It's yeah, just, yeah. yeah. Most you definitely. know, it, it ain't just like um, um, a Midwest, a meathead hate breed, guys. <laughs> but shout out to my Midwest hate, meathead hate breed guys. You know, they're, they're, they 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 uh, moonlight as madball guys too. I know, where <laughs> it's with love. But you know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's like um, refreshing. Yeah, most definitely. It's very it's very refreshing. And like seeing Beto's son rip the way he does on guitar, I that was incredible. Oh, reaching out. Yeah, it's good. I love looking. I I don't know why. 
and I don't care why, but I get really amped seeing the the, the younger the band. Yeah. The more I want to watch them, the yeah. more I root for them. Not because I got children, children part of it, but more like, you know, for a while it got lost. All right, when we all start going, to, when we started going to shows, the average age was between 15, from, you know, from like 15 to let's say 19-ish. Sure, a little young, a little old, but that was it. For a long time there, it only seemed like a brand new band was made out of kids in their 20s. Yeah. You know, when it like that whole very young generation, that whole concept kind of, for some reason, got a little lost. This new generation is like the like more younger people. I don't know. Yeah. I, I get amped when I see that shit. I was, yeah, I was like, just my jaw was dropping when I was watching those kids rip it. I was like, wow, they're amazing. You're jumping around. The riffs were really good. They were heavy. They were tight. They were having a blast. They were jumping up and down. It was, it was awesome to watch and all right, look, now, all right, now take it like that from that. So, all right, let's take that situation because you're a good person to look at this. That's the new generation. And look, at you, you you feel the energy, right? You guy who've been around, you know, long enough, not the oldest, but long enough, not the newest. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't the newest model. Mm -hmm. No, but you ain't, the, no, you know, you, but you got enough history in your belt that you've been around long enough to see a lot of different waves of heavy music come out of Bay yeah. Area and all that shit now yeah. okay what what obviously you started hearing it as a kid what's the youngest age you're, you're listening to heavy music now you're going to heavy music what's your first taste of heavy music i mean my uncles gave me my uncle butch gave me all the zeppelin and sabbath albums record vinyl that he had Jesus, that's hard, right off the grid. And I was like nine. Yeah. And then um, around ten, about around ten years old, then I discovered Alice Cooper, and then it just kind of went from there. But at that time, I was listening to Motown uh -huh. and funk because that's what my parents were into. Yeah. Motown and funk. So I love that shit. I still bump that shit now. Yeah, yeah, and what about like shows? Like, how did that shit come to you? Like going to shows, because that shit always bugs me out. All right, some people have you know their first shows are like the arena shows, which is cool. Mm -hmm. I didn't go to the arena shows till I was signed to Roadrunner because Life of Agony was playing and I was signed to them and they yeah. were on tour with Ozzy. I was blown away. I was like, but some people is reverse, you know. Mm -hmm. Some people don't go to a live show till they're older, you know. Uh, hardcore punk rock is one of the few scenes that you have, you go to live music from a little yeah. kid. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, so I didn't really go to a, 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 a real show until I was like 17 or something. Oh, right. Because like from the time I was 14 or 15, I would go to literally someone's house and watch bands play. Gotcha. While their parents were away. Yeah. <laughs> You know, we had cakes in the tub. Yeah, house parties. And just people just moshed off, you know, the couch and the, you know, the but, tables. But I'll take that as a show. I'll take that as a show. Yeah. But but that, it was yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Because, and you know why it's funny that um you, you got that? Because that's a big, I mean, everybody did a taste of that, but the West Coast is known. A lot of history in the backyard, yeah. that party scene, if it was oh, trash, cool. punk rock or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, it was like somebody's fucked up house. And we're gonna do shows there. Yeah, I saw Exodus and like Testament and my 
Metallica at shows in the Bay Area when I was like 15, 16. Oh, yeah. And we would just hear about it for like being on the bus or skateboarding by. You're like, yo, Exodus is playing out in Richmond or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. shit. You know? <laughs> yeah, it was dope. That, 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 that's cool. And um, do you remember seeing any of those bands the first time? Or you already, oh. you, like you've heard, they were already probably local heroes, right? Yeah, they were pretty, you know, when I was like 16, 17, I was going to those shows. So, you know, all I did was skate with a bunch of my boys or grab a bike or whatever and just roll out and just go. So, um, and that yeah. was where? I know you grew up in the Bay Area, that whole area. Yeah. Like, these are what area you're talking about. You're that age. Where are you in, in, in Northern California? Yeah, I was, I was living in Concord, and we would go to, like, Walnut Creek. We would go to Oakland, Richmond. We would go to San Francisco, Berkeley um fuck man okay name you're you're what 18 17 18 right yeah all right let's say you're 18 years old what's at what's a show around then like that right now people would bug out like a bill that you saw then that right now wow. people would be like because i know because you got to see the exoduses or whatever all these kind of classic yeah. thrash or whatever yeah. combo bands that went through. yeah yeah i would i would say like ruthie's in which is like um Ruthie's in was kind of like the CBs of Thrive. California up here in the Bay Area. Yeah. Um, also, the farm was was something similar to that as well. Um, I mean, and I, and my first shows ever being there, I was playing. So I was in my first, well, my, technically my third band, but my first band that I ever did a record with, Paranoia, was a little skinhead hardcore band, wow. punk band, and. Um, we would play with like attitude adjustment with like you know Chris and um, Chris Conto, we'd play with like everybody yeah. out there don't know from Machine that he's oh yeah attitude adjustment that was boy. that was also yeah I'm gonna get him on here too shout out to Chris Contos he's gonna be coming on here eventually um that's the connection with also for everybody out there listening um with the one of the connections to the West Coast and Agnostic Front from the old days of. Like when I met Chris Contos was at Dynamo 95, uh, Di Dynamo 95 when Machine Head was playing because Contos was already boys with AF. So the minute AF we showed up, he was like, yo, like he was so amped. He was like, yo, finally I got people here, you know? Yeah. And then I realized off the history that he had playing drums out there too, you know what yep. I mean? And that's how, and that's how I met you guys shortly after that. Yeah. So, all right. So everybody out there, they don't know. We met Walter ended up um, filling in and for a couple of machine head shows. Now, where did I meet? Do you remember where did we meet exactly? I don't remember where. I just remember for some reason, like you just seemed like we were hanging, you know, like I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, we were we were in Europe and we were doing the festivals, like the Wald Rock and all those other festivals, you know, with the big airplane hangar, like yeah, all the way. Yeah, vaults and, and all that shit. Yeah, so um we did like four shows together. It was uh, Machine Head, Mapball, Propane, and Sick of It All. And yeah. we played one show with Venom, which was crazy. Yeah, I remember that. That Venom show, amazing. Yeah. You know what? We actually might have been on tour with um, Crown of Thorns, maybe. Yes, you were, because I was walking through this fucking dusty-ass fucking old, like, I don't know, grounds or whatever, and, all, and I'm kind of looking back to see where the guys are and I, all of a sudden I was like whoa what the fuck and like there's this shopping cart with like three dudes on it and Isaac's pushing it right he's like yo what's up nigga and he's all Shh. 
I was like, the fuck? Yeah, yeah, like, that, shit, that shit was the best. So, you know, we're like, yo, Venom's playing. Oh, crazy. You know, back then it was, you know, for all, any of us to be playing these festivals, there was like a handful of hardcore bands able to play these festivals. We were like, holy shit. And yeah. I was like, oh, this is some classic shit. I was like, man, my brother's going to go crazy. I'm watching Venom. Let's go watch him. So I remember being like with Mike Dijon and Demi. Yeah. And I remember we're like waiting behind the, the stage and we see this limo pull up, but it's like a 1979 yes. limo. It's like I remember that limo. And then they come out and Cronus or whatever. He's diesel. I remember yeah. he looked like a wrestler. Yes. And it was insane. I remember I was like, wow, this is real. Like the uh, one thing that bugged me out about that was when they all stepped out, they were all wearing like, they weren't all wearing black. They were wearing like, Kind of girly, weird colors. Yeah, they were like hot pink, like wrestlers. Yeah. They were wearing like workout, like Turk, like pastels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> listen, yeah. listen. Yo, yeah, I'll tell you, I want to say, yo, I got to get Demi on here. I want to say I was with Demi, but I have a picture somewhere, unless it got lost, and we're on the side of the stage, and we're like, yo, you know, we're going to get pictures or whatever. So Cronus, I guess that's the main dude with the black hair's name. I don't know, Cronus, Goathead, whatever these guys' names are. They're hard, but I forget <laughs> the name. But I remember like homeboys like checking his base or whatever. He's like looking down. And I go, yo, for the picture. And the minute he looks, he sees the camera. He goes, ah, he makes the metal face and he flexes. And then he goes back yo. to whatever he's doing. I was like, was that was the best. You got that shit. Cool. You got that on camera. You got that picture uh, on camera. That no, there was no cell phone. That was like on a disposable. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember those because I was using them with us too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then, all right. So let everybody know out there. So, what were you doing before you get the call from Machina to do the filling gig? So I just got out of Possessed, and I started playing with Bone Crusher, and um. Then Ernie and I started Doomsday Device together. Shout and out to my brother Ernie, rest in yeah, peace, Ernie Powerhouse. Peace, Ernie, man, OBHC brother, man. Um, and um, so he and I were doing that. We had Testament's old guitar player, Derek Ramirez. He was our first guitar player. And shout we out, had my, yeah, that, yeah. shout out to Testament just because of that. Yeah, yep, because yep. of that. Most definitely. Um, Most definitely. Shout out to Testament, OGs. Oh yeah, most deaf. They got Dave Lombardo drumming with them now too. So shout out to Cuba Lombardo. Most definitely. Um, but yeah, so that was um, <laughs> that was pretty much what I was doing, and uh, I, I was working, and I just got the phone call from Gwen, and then I was like, "Yo, what's up? Is he okay?" And then that's all I knew. I knew she's calling me. I'm like, "Something's got to be wrong," you know. So I had three days to learn that record, "Burn My Eyes," and I had never heard it before except once when they played with us. Yeah. Um, and I fucking landed three days later. So you, and what you, flew, you flew into that. What, what show did you fly into? Cause I know you flew into a big show. Well, here's the thing. When I did that, I was sitting next to Vinny stigma on the fucking airplane. How, oh, how that happened. They, he was coming on tour or something. Yes. That's how that's, that's why I met you guys like two days later or some shit. I forgot. I didn't even know that was Vinny when I was sitting next to him. Oh. And uh, people were all getting agitated because I was like, air <laughs> drumming on everything. And fucking, he's sitting next to me. So he's like, hey, leave the kid alone. He's trying to learn some drums over here. <laughs> he, he stuck up for me, man. I fucking love him. And um, yeah, that, you know, that was the craziest shit. Like, I was so, like, 
focused on listening to the music like for like you know the whole, every day all day just to let it sink in and i i, I was just like and then we pulled it off you know yeah no i remember you like killing it and i remember like um i'm thinking like yo that's crazy record to learn because I remember talking to Contos about the record and him just talking about how the record was built and the, and that record was known for the drumming, you know, yeah. it's just fucking insane how it was yeah, put yeah. together and all that shit, like crazy. Yeah. And fucking, um, how, what did you end up doing with them? You did a couple of shows with them, right? So I did probably like two or three months of shit with them. And then um, I started to do, uh, I forgot what I was doing. I had to do something with another band and then um, I, I pieced out and then um, they got Dave that plays drums with them. And then um, that was it. And then I just kept moving on and then I ended up with you guys. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember you came in, you were with us for a bit and yeah. then we were fucking always, even the band was, it was such crazy. This band probably didn't know we were a band to like eight albums in. Yeah. Like, you know, we still, every album was always like, oh, we're going to do another record. The next thing you know, it's 30 years later. Yeah. But, it, yo, I had a blast, man. And it was fucking great because, you know, I mean. But let me I, ask you, know. let's rewind. Why the fuck drums? You know, I think, see, I, I've always was, I think I was always going to be a baseball player, to be honest with you. Like, and my old man was a baseball player. He loved baseball, but he was a drummer, too. Oh, so I when I was a little him. when I was a little baby, like literally in diapers, like his drumsticks would be laying around. So I would just pick them up and just start hitting like the furniture, you know. And then when he uh, would throw those, remember those little red super balls, the little plastic yeah, brown little red super ball, they bounce all crazy. So yeah. he would throw that at me when I was a baby, just barely standing. And I would use his drumstick as a baseball bat. <laughs> and I would hold it backwards, you know, yeah. like a bat. And then eventually when I started to get older and I just started to kind of get into music and started to feel like, okay, I'm really into music, you know, more like I kind of pushed baseball aside. And then I, I asked for a drum set, like around 15 ish, they got me a kit. And then I just naturally just knew what I was doing. Cause I was always air drumming since I was a little boy, you know, um, and I was like air drumming to like, you know, the exploited so, GBA discharge. All right, you know, all, right, so, all right. So before that, it wasn't like you were like, man, I love Lombardo. I one day I'm gonna do that. Or whatever. Oh, well, no, yeah. He yo, he I mean, I know you had uh, you were a uh, fans of, of of these guys, but I'm saying so it, it, you you just started playing drums because of your pops and it was around, or it was never because you know you love the music and then you were like, yo, I want to play drums like so and so. Oh, no, it was definitely like, I want to play drums and I want to fucking hang out with hot chicks. Yeah, yeah. And I want to fucking... <laughs> and hey, man, wanna, not you know, so hot, but, you know... I wanna, but I, you know, I, I want to, no, like, you know, I want to create music. That's what I want to do. I want to create music. I wanted to play shit that I like, that I learned to like from other, you know, bands that influenced me. And I just, just like, hopefully I'm, you know, good enough to do whatever and... I never took lessons. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I just bang on shit, you know, like, you know, yeah. <laughs> I just happen to, you know, That's certain bands I fit in better, you know, like it's just weird, you know? Oh, all right. So like I was saying before, all right. Yeah. Because again, you, you came up in a good time then. Mm -hmm. So you're playing, especially it's like 
the Bay Area thrash. That's mm-hmm. like, like, that was like that. Going back to that question I asked you, you're going, what's a cla- what, what are some of the bands you're watching every week there? Like, what are some of the, oh. like, you're, you're going to go on to, to watch these bands at that local club. Oh. What are some of the bands that people might know of now? Uh, I would go and watch, like, you know, other than Slayer and Exodus and Testament, I would go and watch, like... Like at the smaller spot, exactly, like the local spots. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I would go watch, like, Fang, MDC. Wow, um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I would, I would go, like, if the Exploited were in town, I would always see the Exploited. Did you, ever catch, did you ever catch Suicidal up there back then? Did they even Fuck go? Yeah, I watched Suicidal, yeah. yo. Hell yeah. And then also bands, like, from like up Portland and Seattle and shit, because I love Poison Idea, um, oh, and also like The Accused. Oh, so they, they, they Poison Idea, those bands come down a lot? Yeah, they did back then, it was fucking awesome. Cause I would hang with them, you know? Now, now what kind of, what, what years are that? What, mid 80s, late 80s? Yeah, it was like late 80s, like 86, 88. Yeah, from 86, yeah, that, yeah. I started going to shows in my, my at 88, so I was a, a couple years like after you, and fucking, um, Who's hanging out then? Is it mixed? Look at I know the Bay Area always had that shit where what punk, hardcore, and, and thrash mix, but I always felt it was more 60, 40, 60 being the thrash, you know, yeah. in that area. So back in like 83-ish, uh-huh. It was you were more. either punk or you were either metal. Uh-huh. That's it. There was no crossover yet. Yeah. Like, I mean, DRI was out, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But it didn't like, click yet. Yeah. Like, because when I used to go to the Stone, which is a really big club, uh, and watch like a punk band, a big old punk show across the street at the Rock on Broadway was a thrash metal show. Yeah. And then after the shows got out, everybody was in the street, there'd be fights. Yeah. And you had to fucking pick side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. Back back in New York, it was the same. Yeah. You know, it's like the same motherfuckers love the same bands and they, they wonder why they don't go to each other's shows. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I was happy when DRI came out and SOD and, you know, Suicidal and shit like that because they were kind of like the crossover guys and they made it cool for like everybody to like other shit because yeah. I started to like thrash metal like after I really liked punk. Yeah, and it grew on me, and I was like, "Yo, this shit's got a different energy. It's fucking hard." You know, for me, it was like uh, what I loved about those bands. For me, it worked crazy because I like, you know, as a little kid, I was mainly hip hop, but I liked Sabbath, Slayer, Celtic Frost. Ooh, Celtic Frost, yeah. Right. So it was like I liked a handful, but in general, not. And then, it, then it went. You know, once I was a hardcore guy, that was it. I was like, I ain't trying to hit shit. But I always loved certain things about metal, but I didn't like the the, the look. It was too yeah. much of a costume. Yeah, Even yeah, though yeah. everybody has a costume, yeah. but their costume was too costumey. I know what you me, mean. You know? know, I was like, even though I liked, you know, I was like, man, but all right, you think, for me, you're like, early on, tough guy look is a leather jacket. Then after that, it becomes military boots. Shaved, yeah. go through long hair, leather, yeah, you know, yeah. and to mil- fatigue, shaved hair. So I was more of that speed just because I was like, I was never into long hair. And but I loved metal, but there yeah. was things about metal I didn't like. But I always was like, man, these motherfuckers could play. Yeah. But I was like, 
And, but then, and then what I liked was, so I went full blown hardcore. I loved it. Cause I was like, yo, I'm gonna bring metal into it, but you know, I ain't gonna give it props. You know, in my head, I'm doing this. Like, I'm gonna bring it in and I'm gonna give it in the hardcore shit I do. But, and then later on, I started being like, nah, yo, I love my metal, whatever. But I was glad that, I mean, those bands were already out, but I was glad that those bands were around because once I was ready to grow up a little and be like, yo, I like, I was able to still be a hardcore kid and be like, yo, I want two guitars. I want full stacks. Yo, I want to sound yeah. tight. Yo, I want the production to be big. I want yes. it to be a machine. Cause they were, they did it. And I was like, yo, I could do it now. So I was like, yeah. Time. yeah. I mean, listen to, dude. Hey, listen to like, uh, 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 uh what was the name of that? Fuck. Hmm. I think it was like your, damn it, it was like two records, three records ago for you guys, right? The production on that record is ridiculous, dude, right? But listen to that compared to like, you know. Yeah. Like, ball of destruction. Yeah, no, for sure, it's crazy, it's crazy, so different. But if you guys redid everything off of ball of destruction and put it on now and recorded it the way it is now, the shit would even be like more like, let me happy. ask you this, because there's another thing you you being around. Do you remember? So you've recorded on, on, on a tape before, like right? Oh, cassette tape? Fuck yeah. Like, Boom, you know, hell yeah. And reels and all that, right? Oh, yeah, dude. How horrible was that? Like, <laughs> tape, like I get it. All you fucking nerds out there with the sound quality. I get it. I get yeah. it. But how horrible was it? Take after take. After, it had to be f- flawless. Yeah, it, I mean, there was, you know, I've been really, I, I got to say this, y'all, like, the, everybody knows, yeah, I've been in a lot of bands, but I've been very blessed that every band I've been in, everybody in the band has been talented and very good at what they do. Nice. So even if we're doing a whole live recording, we could rock it in one or two, maybe yeah. three max takes. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. I've been very lucky with that, with all the guys that I've played with. I've played with very good people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great, man. I can't say the same for us. The, <laughs> yeah, our first records, and I was the missing link. I was like the loose link back then. I was like, I had music, but I was mad raw. And I was like, yo, this is going to be a problem, my friend. This is, this yeah, is I could cool. sit and listen. I could listen to your guys' records and be like, that's a Hoya riff. Like, because yeah, yeah. I know you. You know what it was? I was good. I was always good at, at creating, but back then my ear, I had no ear for recording. I wasn't paying attention. I was more creating. Maddie's the one who told me, yo, this is what you listen for. Listen for this. You should be paying attention to this. If you're putting this and got my, my third eye, my buck eye. Yeah. That <laughs> he got my buck eye open. Shout out to Maddie <laughs> and my buck eye. But, um, um, but yeah, no, but I, why I say that, because one, a lot of people now never had the chance to also record on to do that style of recording where it was on to real or real. The only reason I talk about it was, was because it was such a hard process. Yeah. And for the music that we played that it's considered, oh, it's little kid punk rock kid music. It's even harder to record because it's so crazy. Yeah. I mean, you remember those little four track machines? Yes. We used to do that shit too. Yes. Oh, hell yeah, yeah. I got fucking a ton of demos back here with, with that shit, and it still sounds fucking good. It's a four track. That shit was advanced. You know, when I when I wrote Set It Off, I, I've said it on here, whatever. 
I literally had my guitar amp next to my television and I would wait for the hip hop videos to jam to the videos because I was they use the drums for that and then with a yeah. recorder I would record it. That's like, tight. You, know, you do what you gotta do. Yeah. Yeah, man. You know, but um, what was the? You remember the first time recording something? Was it? A, it must. Was it a demo? It had to be a demo, right? Yeah, it was a demo. Yeah, it was. It was. I gotta say, I was nervous as fuck. Yeah, I didn't yeah. want to mess up, and yeah, that no. really fucked me up. That I was. And that's like, what fucks you up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the minute you start really thinking about, oh, I gotta do this. That's when you fuck up. It's a wrap. I was my first sessions, dude. I wasted thousands of dollars. Cause I was like beefing. I'll be like, "Fuck you, I then you do it." You know, I guess like, how much perfect? What are you hearing, Maddie? You making shit up? Now you want beef? This is all the shit going on in my head. Cause I'm just being a me head. But I'm yeah. like, you know, I'm, I was that diamond that was still far from being <laughs> diamond, but yeah. somewhere on the line. You were definitely rough. Yeah, very rough. <laughs> you had a, but I remember fucking, you know. Very, I flipping, you know, I was like, it was very hard for me early on. Like, you know, I used to hate going there because I was like, man, I'm the loose, I'm the the loose link. I'm gonna have to yeah. keep up on certain, even though I was always a writer. Now, okay, you're writing the songs now. Okay, now we gotta, who's gonna be the most perfect? Mm -hmm. That's what happens in a recording session. Who's the least perfect is gonna stick out. <laughs> all right, nigga. All right. You're like, all right, how many more times? I mean, you know, and, and back then to do it again. Do it again. Do it again. It ain't like now you punch in, you, you do section by section, punch it in, cool in the yeah. gang, you're good. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm a, when I'm in the studio now, man, I'm like, I'm a fucking machine, bro. Like yeah. you can ask these guys. You always were tight. I'm, you always, you know, you, you always figured out, you always played tight. So I could see that. But, but early on, I know I asked early because I seen the tightest guys or whatever, but the minute you put headphones on, you know, the dynamics become different. Some people ain't meant to record. Some people are killers in the studio and can't play a show live or vice versa. Yeah. My so, my uh, weakness, as far as drumming goes when I'm recording, is playing to a drum, a click track. Yeah. So, and, and that's funny because, like, if almost all my buddies that are drummers are like, dude, you're one of them guys that has, like, a fucking dynamite meter. Like my time is like really on. It fills galore, but still, it's like, yeah, on time. When I'm listening to a click track. I'm listening to that thing, and it's almost as if I'm in my own head doing, fucking myself up. What I was with the recording before, yeah, click track is doing it to me. It's fucking me up. Absolutely. So I feel like, oh, you're by me listening to this, I'm taking that percentage away from my perfect 100 percent of drumming and having that feeling away because I have to be like click it 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 click you know with the fills and shit and I'm like fuck am I on time am I yeah when you right I get it yeah it's crazy when you gotta think too much you know what's what sucks is the thinking and recording the thinking should come before your recording you should meaning you should know your shit figure out what you're gonna do how you're gonna hit it when you're gonna hit it now you gotta just do it and I go it's it's Easier said than done, but I, I said a funny story. I, it's a, a, sto a history Street story that reminded me, and I was just talking about it the other day. So, you know, I always, you know, everybody knows I blaze, and I'm always joking or whatever, but this is a fact that, number one, me? You? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Check this out. So, 
obviously, you know, I, I'm a, I love playing and recording Blaze or whatever. So during the Hazen Street sessions, I would literally do, literally record one song a day. It was so crazy. Like I'm used to doing every song like in a day. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? This was a bigger budget, whatever, whatever. So I go and do one song a day and then just fucking hang out and get lit and hang out and whatever. Chill out with Mackie, talk shit on Toby all day or whatever. So <laughs> long story short, I would do another song. So one day I come and um, I didn't have no weed. My, 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 my weed guy didn't come through. Now this is California then. Yeah. Now you could go down the block and buy it. Back then it wasn't then and it wasn't even that long ago. This is Hazen Street era. Yeah. Long story short, the guy wasn't gonna come till later. Anyway, whatever. Now the guy tracking this, I think his name was Mike. I forgot his last name. He tracked Bon Jovi, like he tracked big dogs. Like this yeah. guy is big, big dog. So I sit down and I, you know, I, I'll go through my tracks the last couple of days. Now this one day I come through, so he goes, all right, let's do some bass hoy. All right, let's go. So let's do this track. He hits record, go. So I, I start the track. I st I'm literally like 10 seconds in, he stops it. I'm kind of like, it's kind of weird. He never did that. And he goes, do it again. And I go, oh, he must've fucked up, all right. I, he puts the track on. Now it goes like a couple seconds, even less. He stops it and he looks at me and goes, did you smoke today? And I said, nah. He goes, all right, yo, let's scrap it. Let's do guitars right now. He goes, Hoya, go chill out. And I was like, what happened? He goes, yo, every song you did, you had a good pocket. Now you're playing over the beat. I don't want it. He goes, wait till you get your weed and come back. I was like, scientific fact that wow. <laughs> the flavor is in mother nature bro but, that's it that shit's in your dna you've been doing yeah, it so long but, but my point being was my, again being relaxed not thinking about it yeah. it comes out in the performance most definitely you know, i mean that happened to me amazing. on the that happened to me on the powerhouse recording yeah so we went in there the first time and i went off uh -huh. best tracks of my life and then about fucking not even a month later we got news that his shit crashed and lost all of our fucking music i heard about that yo i was like <laughs> fuck, i was like how am i supposed to play like that again never i'm, I'm yeah, never yeah. gonna play like that again fuck that was amazing how i was like i was even like listen i never gassed myself up but i was stoked on my playing for that record for that fucking time that we recorded it and it was gone. I was like, oh, what are we going to do? Well, let's try to recreate that day. So let's get a bunch of people over here and fucking let's barbecue. I that sit down, I start playing two seconds. I'm like, I don't have it today. They're like, what? And I'm all, I don't have it. They're like, come on, let's just try it. Fucking play. Come on. Play a song. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, I suck. I'm not doing good. I know me. They're like, ah, oh, you're tripping, man. You just, you just, you just all about you. You're just thinking about it too hard. And I'm like, no, I know myself. I know what I'm doing good, and I know what I'm not doing good. I suck right now. I'm not fucking doing it. So they're like, just one more time. I was like, all right, bet. Play, ah, play to the song. I'm all, go ahead and listen to it. Go ahead. We listen to it. And I'm all, they're like, man. Eh. I'm like, yeah, exactly. I don't fucking have it today. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna fucking sleep and I'm gonna come in tomorrow. I'm gonna kill it. And they're like, all right, bet. Because I was at work all day in the morning, you know? So that's what happened. I went home, I slept, I ate good breakfast, I got up, I went to fucking over there. Boom, I ripped through the whole shit. Rah, done. Killed it. Good. And that was the that that's the powerhouse shit that you guys just that that just put out, right? The last thing. Yeah. How, how many songs is everything? I know you yeah. Eddie had sent it to me. 
Oh, good. As a matter of fact, I'm going to try to put it on this. Yeah, maybe there's six. Resend, maybe you resend it to me. I got it. Oh, Eddie sent it. Because Eddie sent it to me, but I, I didn't. It, it caught me off guard where I didn't know he meant I could play it or play a song. I didn't want to do the <laughs> wrong thing. I was like, oh, shit. But uh, yeah. if I, I'll, I'll get it. Maybe we'll see. We throw it at the end of this podcast. So we throw a track on. But um, how many songs in the whole and what's the, the whole yeah. shit? Um, there's six songs total. We got two released as singles already. Um, and we have a lot of new music left still that we have, that we have, that we could just literally write another record for. Yeah. Um, but like, um, we have this, uh, at powerhouse OBHC link tree. Um, it has everything that you could ever want to know about powerhouse, the shows, podcasts, uh, the songs that have been released when the record's coming out, the whole shit. What's the um, link tree again? It's it's um at powerhouse obhc which is all one, and it's at the link tree. Yeah, and um I wanted to ask you. Oh yeah, so we'll talk about this. It, it was good. Well, first of all, it was good to see you. Even though I got to see all you motherfuckers, it felt like seconds because it was yeah, yeah. so fast. Yeah, it was. It, was, too it short. was good to play. It was good to see you guys play. It was good to see H two O play. You know. Yeah. It was good to see. It was good to play with Hazen Street, which I haven't yeah. done in a while. Besides. Like, I wish I could watch it, not because to be like, oh, how good. It was just like, I was happy to be playing with Dave. I was happy yeah. to be playing with Mackie, with Toby, yeah, yeah. and seeing Rusty. Oh, you're there. You know, Chris yeah. Powerhouse is in the back. I'm yeah, like, yeah. man, why can't this shit be every day? It was, it was, uh, all of us were talking about it in, in Powerhouse, like how amazing it was to, first of all, just to play shows with you guys, see you guys um and just everybody connect and talk and, every, and and seeing people that you haven't seen even longer like like fred and beto yeah you know yeah, that yeah, was yeah. amazing seeing them and then like i ran into a lot of old heads i haven't seen for like 20 plus years as well that were there seeing steven again you know your your merch guy i love yeah, steve yeah and you know just everybody and see you know i haven't seen max since he was like Fucking three or four years old. It's crazy. And now he's seen you in a while, but it feels like I've seen you for some reason. I don't know, maybe because we see Instagram. I feel like, oh, I've seen him. Yeah. So even though I forget, it's been a while since some of us seen yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like you and me seen each other in Florida like about maybe almost two years ago. Yeah. So, know? okay, it was that. Yeah. And then it's like, and it's funny to happen recently. I'm like, oh, yeah, I just saw you. And they're like, no, that was a year ago. Like, two. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like we lost a year. Oh one yeah. Year we, we woke up a year ago, and then now. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, I, I really had a great time. It was really cool to see Maddie in H two O too. Oh, of course. You see, I forget. Man, same thing. I love seeing Maddie. You know, I I had a beef with this weekend that that shit was too fast. Like you know, as much as I got a family and all that, it was too fast. Like because you can't put this many people that you know it's not fair <laughs> yeah. like, you don't have enough fair. time and you put not me on a, yo, i had to do a hazen street warp tour one time with a well, fucking 98 whack bands one time you know like and i got you know now i'm on a tour with everybody i got love for i want to talk shit and we got one and a half shows yeah and literally after the last show you saw we got off stage five minutes off stage we had to head from Jer uh, Rhode Island to New Jersey, and yeah. we made it in time to check in for our flight. Like, yeah, we had to do the same. We had to do the same. We had to drive all the way back to Jersey, but in the morning. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, it's a, it was brutal. Right. It, just fell it was out. too short. I'm hoping that 
You know, we do this fucking West Coast run and we could do the same shit, get the same people and make it a little longer and be a little bit more fucking. Yeah. Whatever. There's some more time to shit, like to, to catch up with each other, you know? Yeah. Listen, listen, we had two rooms across from each other and I still talk to certain people for like five seconds, 10 seconds. Yeah, that's crazy. Like so crazy, but it was good to, I was happy to, when obviously I, I, I haven't played a, a little bit in the last couple of shows, but. I was psyched to play with, with the Hazen Street just to be like, I love playing with Toby, Dave Kennedy, Mackie. It's like, yeah. to me, it's like um, a Salvador Dali picture. It don't make <laughs> sense. Yeah, it was dope because, you know, actually, it was pretty cool. I mean, me and Mackie and myself, we, we, we actually talked for like hours, like both nights. Right. Really cool shit, like just about everything, not just drum shit, but, you know, we wow. both have mad love and respect for each other musically and, you know, person-wise, whatever you want to call it. But, you know, I, I fucking love that dude. But, yeah, like... My brother. And you never know. Pick his head, you know? You and know? you never know. He might just pop up on the Smoking Word podcast. Yeah. yeah that's, didn't that's hear cool. it from me. Yeah, yeah. That, never know. That'd be but, tight. Uh, <laughs> but, no, but, the OG. Most yeah, definitely. Like, I got, I get happy. First of all, I, talk, I was hitting Mackie the other day. I talk shit. I text him. When I just want to, I got, I text someone the craziest, yo, you got to pick two drummers and I throw them two drummers. <laughs> yo, I'm doing some shit. You got to pick country drummer or this, you had, you know, all this wild shit. He will, sometimes I get an answer. Sometimes I get to see what's in that box, the Pulp Fiction box. That yeah. Yeah. Right. Sometimes oh, it gives me a gem. But, but, um, <laughs> what I, what I got to love that I'm glad we got to do one of the two days was we got to set them up the OG Stilo sideways. That's my shit. Yeah. People don't, some people don't know about that. Oh, sideways so back. that's the first time I met him. When wow. I was working at the Stone in San Francisco, that really cool spot, he came through with Bad Brains. And literally, there was like maybe 20 or 30 people at that show. That's it. <laughs> I was blown away that this place wasn't sold the fuck out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, I'm standing in front of the stage and he's on the stage. I'm right in front of him, but he's sideways pointed that way, looking away from everyone. <laughs> and, I, and me and him are just having a conversation through the whole set. And me, he's sitting there playing and chopping it up with me. Like, yeah, what's up, bro? What are you talking about? This and that. And I go, no, my man, why are you fucking facing over there? Uh, yeah, like, I, I don't want to look at this guy no more. Yeah, yeah, he always just say that to me. He goes, so I can see him. I don't want to see it. No, that, that's some earth, wind, and fire shit. You know, that's where that shit comes. But yeah. we seen it from back in the days when we were little kids. So the minute we came in to Hazel, we said, I remember we were like, yo, you know, you're going to set up sideways. He was like, you want me to be like, nigga, that ain't even a question. You're setting <laughs> up sideways. I love that. I was like, put him sideways. And it'd be, he's always facing me. Oh, yeah. I just be laughing, but I love it. To me, I was like, even being in the band, I'm I'm a fan of yeah. being in the band when he's playing. Like, yeah, most definitely. Him. That was what was cool about him too. Like, the way he set up like that. If you're a drummer and you're chilling where I was chilling, you could yeah. you could just watch how he's really playing. You can see yeah. everything. And he's a he's a guy you watch. Like, yeah, because he's you could have such a different volume off. Turn he's the got volume a swag, dude. Yeah, you you could turn him. You could turn the sound down. Yeah. and watch how he's playing, and you know what he's doing. Exactly. You could put a sword in his hand, turn the volume off, and it looks like he's doing wushu. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? He. Yeah. It literally looks like you know everything is so smooth and exact. You know whatever he's doing, you're like, oh, he's doing that shit dope. Yeah. 
It's just one of those things. Like it's a special, special thing. But and I'm glad I get to play with him, and I was glad to. But, but like just in that band also, because it's so it's so different for us, and it's yeah. fun, and we don't get yeah. to do it a lot. And I was glad again to do it with you guys, to do it with Mab or do it with H two O. It's like yeah, you know. It's, that was a really that was a really cool lineup, and I, I we were all you know everybody in our band was very um, you know honored and and stoked and happy to fucking do it, and we got love for all you guys and all those bands and you know all of our crew and our fellows and our brothers that came yeah. out and everything like man it was yeah. just it I, I, I needed that yeah oh hell yeah hell yeah I, I did too that. it was just enough for me but I'm like I needed more too but yeah. I'm glad I got that because it was a little bit of a Exactly, um, um, uh, like an express version of what you know. Of I wanted it all. It yeah. wasn't all, but it was like, oh, I got to got to get a you know good little nice you know, you know Air Force Ones, you know. Yeah, I yeah. The, I, I don't got the, 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 the Air Jordans, but I got a crisp brand new pair of Air Force Ones this weekend. Yeah, baby. You know what and, I mean? and um, what what happened? So what's the deal? What's anything booked for you guys now? What's now? Yeah, we have a couple of shows coming up out here locally that we're playing with um, some other pretty cool bands that are like up and coming around here. So we're going to do on the 27th, we're playing in, I believe, Sacramento. And then the 28th of this month, we're playing in San Jose. So that'll be dope. Um, we're also going to try to get back in the studio and start writing some of these new songs pretty, pretty soon, too. Yeah, and then what's up? You working and all that shit. Oh yeah, I've been that? I've been working and just staying busy. I got my own crib. I've lived by myself. Got my own one. I'm chilling, bro. It's awesome. bachelor pad. Yup, it's a dope. Motion of the ocean. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's good. And what's the weather like over there now? It's cold, hot. Oh, what's the deal? Fucking gorgeous, bro. Yeah, like it's like seventies, eighties, sixties, like between that, yeah. like. Perfect weather, you know. As of that area up there, always had the best weather. I and always I, thought I, I live in Oakland too, like right by Lake Merritt, which is a really nice spot. And so, wow. like, people are jogging around the lake, working. There's oh, they set up booths. They got food, jewelry, clothing, music. It's fucking dope. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. So next, so you guys are you gonna rehearse soon or like one of these days? Do you guys oh, yeah. jam like that and all that? We're gonna go. We're gonna start re re uh, rehearsing again on Monday. So. Oh, real good, good, good. You gotta tell everybody I said what's up. Oh yeah, the most definitely, man. I told them I was gonna talk to you uh, yesterday. I told them I was gonna be chatting with you. Um, yeah. I didn't, know, I didn't know it was on here, but I just figured like, oh, whatever. He's gonna chat about something. But then I told yeah. them, you know, I was gonna be rocking with you. Yeah, because so you know what? I was like, I got some shit lined up, and then we were like, yo, I wanted to recap the weekend. And then I was like, also, I was like, man, I just literally had a couple of them on, you know? And I was like, and then they were like, yo, what? I was like, oh, shit. I'm like going, who was in there? Like, I always tend to think the singers. I'm like, all right, Toby, yeah. I'm not going to talk to Freddie. You know, I just seen him. I go, <laughs> oh, 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 who else we had? No, but who else we had? I was like, whatever. I was like, oh, Walter, I have to see. I was like, be good to get Walter and fucking, and, um, and, um, Mackie won't talk, so at least I get one of the drummers. <laughs> but you never know, Mackie might be coming. That's for Patreon. You don't have to pay for that one. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. That's like <laughs> no, yeah. That's shout out to my Patreon family also out there. Listen, big shout out to everybody who's been holding me down in this podcast shit because we're making a lot of 
power moves and we're gaining momentum and a lot of people been tuning in from all over the world. So I'm glad because um, we nobody's nobody makes money off this shit, but we get to, you know, people who been supporting the show, we get to go in more. That's why I've been dropping videos and stuff. We get to do stuff like that, put more time and do the video. Cause I want to do that. Cause you know what, Walter, we love metal. We talk about it all the time. The metal, the metal guys got their metal guy awards. They got their rock and roll hall of fame. Yeah. I go the hardcore and the punk rock world. We need our world too. We got to be up there. We got to have that. Those shows, those award shows. We got to have those variety show, whatever you want to call it. For hardcore hall of fame. World, bro. Yeah, like you know, you know, you know, people forget that this ain't just I wanna I wanna get over that that whole stigma that this hardcore punk rock shit is just some little kid shit because stigma's living proof. Yeah. He's writing the book every day on how far you could take this shit. Speaking of stigma, I was uh <laughs> I was driving down to LA and you remember that spot where it's like all cows for like fucking five miles yeah. on the side of the street and it just stinks. Yeah. Well, I was going through there, and I remember when we were on tour, he was like, oh, shit, the dynamo of cows. Yes. <laughs> right? So I, I took a video of it, and I sent it to him, and I went, dynamo of cows. And he he, <laughs> he texted me back. I got to read this to you. Hold on. It's mad funny. He, he texted me back, and he goes, he's, he puts a little laugh, like, emoji, and he goes, stay safe, and that's no bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> And that's no bullshit. The dynamo yeah. cows, bro. Yo, well, what better way to end than that? But listen, I was I'm glad I got to catch you on this. I wanted to catch up, do a recap of this week. I was glad good to see you get you on here. And I wanna, you know, like again, my microphones blew out, but I was like, fuck that. Let's let's get one in. And I'm glad I was able to catch up with you and also to catch up on the weekend end for power hours, just dropping the new music. Yeah. Let everybody know again one more time yeah. what's out, where to get it, and all that good shit. Yeah, Renegades is the new uh, new record for Powerhouse. Um, you can go through like Cortex, you can go through Pitchfork, you can go through Upstate Records, and um, you can also hit up like our uh, link on IG, Powerhouse OBHC, and if you click on the link that's in our bio, it'll take you to that link tree. And it'll give you all the information. Um, it'll have like songs, um, shows, release date of the new record. Um, we got a pre, uh, you can pre-order the record too. That's on vinyl. It's on Oxblood vinyl. Like it's only oh. going to be like a limited amount. Um, this shit is, is pretty dope. And, and it tells you also where, you know, where we're playing next month. Yeah. Um, well, we, that's dope. And you, you got your, you got your Instagram too, right? Yep, Monster One DMS. Uh, I, you know, I just wanted to say, like, you know, that all of us um, appreciate everybody, you know, uh, giving us shout outs and and hooking us up with shows and, you know, giving us love and whatnot. You know, it's been the best thing to probably happen to all five of us. Yeah. Being together and having Casey replace Ernie, which is perfect. Yeah, yeah. If they had it, I know. You know, but like Casey's the perfect fucking guy. Me and him are exactly. He's a maniac. He's just like us. It's fucking beautiful. I love the motherfucker. He's, he's family, a great he's family. He's yeah. family. And then no, you know, no, having, I'm glad. I'm psyched that you guys are playing again. I'm glad you see you're playing more, not just like like now. I'm glad like no, we got some shows. We're planning to do this. So it's like 
to me, it sees it, it gives me the the idea that we might be doing more because I know there's no way that we would play Cali and not play with you guys if you yeah. guys were playing. Yeah, you know most I mean? definitely. I, you know, so to me, knowing that you guys are playing, it's like okay, this shit might happen again. You know, something's gonna happen again. Yeah. So I'm hoping. But I'm glad I'm glad we were able to make this happen. You know, to catch you because I know you just got out of work and all that good yeah. shit. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Go clean that ass. Go fucking <laughs> do what you yeah. gotta do. But, but we're gonna drop this shit tomorrow. That's what we're oh, playing cool. no games. So oh, hard. go ahead. One thing, I gotta give a shout out to all my Mexican homies out there, yo. Oh, andale, andale, cinco de mayo. <laughs> De la sierra morena, cielo lindo de corazones. Andale, andale, andale. Yo, shout out to my Mexicanos and Mexicanas. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, fuck you, ISIS. ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but listen, Walt, one love. You know, I love you, man. Yo, yeah, most definitely. I love that. I miss you. I'm glad. Powerhouse. Check out Walter. Yeah. Check out a Powerhouse. Coming to a town near you. They're going to be playing North Cal. I love you, yo. One love, and we out of yeah. here. Peace, we brother. Talk. I love you, man. We got one.